0: Hello, and welcome to the Animated Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Shadex. Now let's get animated!
1: Woohoo! That was very loud, but now I'm very pumped up, so it worked.
2: Yes! we well. Also, yes, we have uh, a guest with us. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself, please?
1: Yes. Hi, my name is Dan. Uh, I run the Dan the Man Show YouTube channel, um, where I just post really whatever I wanna post in terms of videos, reviews, countdowns, whether it be animated related or game related. Um, I'm working on a big Treehouse of Horror video right now, just taking a long time to get that out. Um, I also run Adult Swim Out of Context Twitter account, he Adult Swim fan here right now. Um, and yeah, that's basically me. Um, I've also been voted the best Shadex look-alike Um, I'm very proud to receive that
2: honor. Alright, well, we, uh, certainly have... Well, actually, I could... Looking at both of your profiles, yes, I can definitely see the Shade X. Yeah.
0: Oh, wait, I I changed my profile pic. Oh, yes, right.
2: (laughs) You can't see it right now, but I believe Shade changed your profile pic to a snake.
0: Yeah, because yeah it's an oc i like found like that based on a Persona quiz i took for some reason
2: <laughs> all right
0: i'll flash that on screen when one of, one of my friends drew it shout out to kyron but um yeah back to the back to the podcast
2: right uh we have some news things to talk about yeah like a new Gendy Tartakovsky show on HBO Max.
0: Yeah, I'll click on that link. Um
2: what, like uh, what's that all about?
0: Um there's there's uh there's two new coming to HBO Max, um a Tiny Tunes reboot and um a show called um Unicorn Warriors Eternal, which is a cartoon by Gendi Tartakovsky. It's a sixth series he's created for Cartoon Network.
1: Huh. Yeah, I... I'm very interested in whatever this is. I don't know what it is, but just from the poster alone, I'm very interested. I mean, you could have sold me just saying it was Gendi, but like now that I see the poster, it looks some like something I'd be interested in.
0: Yeah, it looks like it's gonna be for well, it's a, a more um, general audience than um. I mean, like it's still for an adult audience, but I mean, it looks more. Like, it's not on Adult Swim, it's on HBO Max, so I think they're aiming for an Infinity Train-type audience.
2: Yeah, I love it when cartoons aren't just action comedy or action comedy. I do like the era of mystery in, like, some of these uh, latest shows.
1: Yeah, I will say, though, um, based on the poster alone, uh, it kind of looks more like... It'd be more, and this is again judging the looks first because it could, I could totally be proven wrong. It kind of looks like it'd be better suited for kind of like a graphic novel, and I kind of want to read it now if it, if you know, if it was a graphic novel, just based on the art style and the uh, shading and a few things here. Is and it there. mostly the shading on that big bronze guy? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I it just, I'm getting such uh, graphic novel vibes from it, and I kind of want to read it, but I mean, that's great because uh Hilda was a graphic novel and it got turned into a tv show and I love Hilda so you know if this goes the other way around turning it into a graphic novel when it comes out I am all for that
0: oh uh, Gendy did um I remember Gendy did a Luke Luke Cage um graphic novel like a, I like think th- yeah. it was a mini series he did I, I got the collected book of it it's um really fun. I really liked reading it. Like Gendy should do more comics. Right? Is
1: yeah, there that? I'll go ahead. No, go ahead. You you can go ahead. It's fine. Well, no. I was just going to
2: ask is there any plot synopsis for either of
1: these? uh um, what was what was the other besides the unicorn? What what's the other thing you're talking Tiny about?
0: Tiny Tunes reboot. Okay, I'm going to look. Um But um unicorn uh Okay, it's an inclusive series for all ages, produced by Cartoon Network Studios. So this is different from Primal, which is for an older audience. But it's about um, a team of ancient heroes protecting the world from an ominous force. Throughout history, unicorns have symbolized the virtuous appearing to ensure their goodness reigns. And the heroes reawaken, they find themselves in the body of teenagers, and then they don't know who they are. Um... Mm, multi-plot it's, points um, yeah it's um but um yeah they have to pray, protect the world from I, i'm paraphrasing it but um oh, of course they need to protect the world from darkness and they're they're in high school so it reminds me of symbionic titan kind of
2: mm. yeah i can definitely but, see
1: a bunch of symbionic
2: titan in this
1: yeah but i was actually form. i was gonna say uh based on the thing that he said that it was gonna be like for a general audience I'm assuming that it they're taking the symbiotic titan uh, approach. Yeah. So, um also
2: this character roster here, it looks like we have um um the bronze giant in place of the iron giant, a floating elf man, um girl that's going to get a lot of fan art and a a boy with telekinesis, it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> I have seen the future and it looks exactly as you might expect it to.
0: So how is the robot and elf boy going to go to high school? Well, they'll probably have disguises, I assume.
1: I'm also the 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 little boy does not look like he's high school age. It could be one of those uh, things again, where it's like they skipped a grade. Floating, so who knows?
0: yeah, yeah, he yeah, he's, he's upside down and floating.
1: I it's just I, I, am I'm very much looking forward to this. I cannot wait, um, for what, I mean, honestly, anything that has Gendy's name on it, nine out of 10 times, uh, it's going to be a banger. Um, Hotel Transylvania now is standing. It's that just depends on your opinion though. It doesn't really, uh, you know, if you like it, you like it, if you don't, you don't, but, um, yeah, the other thing, the tiny Toons Luniversity, right? i feel um, like um, tiny tunes
0: they're bringing back tiny tunes
2: yeah and i feel like this is going to be a direct correspondence to the animaniacs um because yeah, like those cause two are hand can't... in hand sometimes making fun of each other on the air
0: yeah the thing with animaniacs is hulu grabbed that before um hbo max was a thing so that that was that was smart of them
1: yeah that was relatively smart um I'm looking forward to the Tiny Toons reboot as well. That being yeah. said, I'm about to drop a I'm about to drop a hot take on your uh, on your podcast stream. So be wary, viewers. But um, it's kind of hypocritical when you see people so excited for stuff like the Tiny Toons uh, reboot and the Animaniacs reboot. Where like a month or two back, people were criticizing things like reboots and saying that reboots shouldn't exist and reboots shouldn't overtake original property and i know that this is a hot take as well but like personally i was excited for ren and stimpy to have the reboot that it was going to say i hate john k but um seeing as i had no involvement from john k i was excited for that but um it seemed like if you showed any excitement or positivity towards that uh online you know, you were called out for that. So, well, th- and then see, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was going to say,
2: I think it's more the intent behind the reboot. I know money is always a driving factor, but like, um, and also history is a thing. You can't really reboot Ren and Snippy without people like opening old wounds of John K. That's just kind of tied to him forever and you can never separate it. And that's why why I feel people were, like, really hard on the Ren and Stimpy reboot. I
1: I, I understand that specifically, but then you have people going off of that saying, yeah, reboots kind of suck. People shouldn't reboot things, you know, like these kinds of things. uh, And they should, or they should not reboot and have more original properties. Um, And then, you know, like, again, with the whole Animaniacs and Tiny Toons thing, like, people have been nothing, I've been seeing nothing but positive, uh, reinforcement for that kind of thing and i'm just like is there not a double-edged sword situation kind of here like i i understand like i'm in the i'm i understand like i'm taking the the not popular side but like i don't know it just seems like i understand like a like, yes john k is a terrible person and if you don't think that the show should come back because it has ties to john k absolutely I a hundred percent agree that that's that, yeah, I would also not want the show to come back. I don't personally think that, but that's just, um, you know, different mindsets. That being said, if you don't want the show to come back because you don't think that reboots should overtake original content and original programming, that's kind of where, like, a little bit of hypocrisy comes in. Like, do you see what I'm saying? Sort
2: of. But like I was saying before, it's... I think it's about intent. Like, do you like compare the Animaniacs to uh, the Powerpuff Girls reboot, like 2016, I think it was, and how everything was like mishandled, and the the spirit of the original series wasn't there. There was barely any violence, and the girls were made to be more marketable. You could definitely tell what the intent was. Whereas Animaniacs, I haven't seen any product plate. Well blatant like toy placements or like they're trying to use the tiny Toons as an actual cartoon not a driving po- not a driving force for product
1: you mean animaniacs yeah well i mean yes but it's also like i don't know if you saw the uh trailer from a while ago but um they literally said um oh yeah they did make a sellout joke yeah they didn't make a sellout joke which is fine they make sellout jokes all the time i'm not saying like i'm not putting that against them, I'm just saying that um, we had next to no information about the Ren and Simpy reboot, yet people were shitting on not only the idea of the reboot, but the re... I mean, not only the reboot, but the idea of reboots itself. And again, if you want to tear apart the reboot, that's totally fine. I'm not going to be mad if you tear apart the reboot. I'm going to be mad if you tear apart the reboot because you think that reboots are ridiculous, And then also go ahead and are totally fine with something like this. I understand, like, Animaniacs. I understand because we have more information about that. But we have, like, almost next to no information about um, uh, Tiny Toons Luniversity or whatever it's called. And now also this Darkwing Duck show. We have, like, next to no information about this. I mean, and again, I'm excited for all of these things. I'm excited for every single one of them. I'm also excited, I was also excited for Ren and Stimpy. I feel like it's a double-edged short. So like, I understand where you're coming from, but like, you kind of have to sort of see that there's a little bit of hypocrisy when people are mentioning this online. I love all these people, don't get me wrong. Well, most of them, but uh, you know, sometimes I feel like it's just, oh, I'm glad that you're rebooting this thing that I like, but now you're rebooting this thing that I don't like now this is where reboots are a problem well at least well, the thing a-
2: is like with a reboot like that or with uh with a new series with something that you hate it's also an opportunity it's like maybe they can do a good version of this this time because like i remember a lot of people were like he or not he man what was the one that uh like thundercats thundercats kept getting rebooted over and over again um there was the anime one there was the uh there was, like, the classic no, was, series, the anime one, and twice. then there was another one with Legos, I think. And then there was this new one.
1: Uh, do you count Chima? I mean, I I know, like... I, think- I definitely
2: yeah. count Chima. It's lion that's people with fair. magic.
1: Yeah, now, okay, that's fair. Okay, so then, yeah. Chima is, like, the only one out of all of those where I think that that was legitimately, like, a scummy move. I think Chima was, like, the big... I, I also love the Thundercat score. Well, I think it's actually pretty good. I wouldn't say it's like my favorite or anything, but I actually really like it. Um, I know a lot of people don't, but a lot of people don't watch it and make assumptions. And you know what pe- they say about people who make assumptions, you know? Yeah. Like but, me and um, Shadex watched it and we were very underwhelmed to say the least. And that's fine. You watch it. You gave it a chance. You thought, you know, Hey, uh, based on what I'm seeing, I don't like it. And that's fine. I watched it. Um, at first, I wasn't a fan of it. I, I wouldn't say I wasn't a fan of it, but it wasn't, like, selling me. I watched a few more episodes after the <laughs> run, and it I eventually kind of sold me. I was hooked. Well, not hooked, but, like, I got more into it. Um, I don't... It's just... I, I I guess it is more of a case-by-case basis, but uh point being... Uh, I just think it's stupid to hate on reboots. Um, I think, yes, money, like if they're doing it for money, that's kind of a reason to hate reboots. But then basically, every single reboot is doing it for money, even the ones that are artistically trying to keep up with the original source material. Yeah, like, and there's nothing wrong honest.
2: with a company trying
1: to make money. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with a company trying to make money. Absolutely. Yeah, there's
0: but, not...
1: but then don't just say, like, yeah, this reboot is only here to make money because every reboot is there to make money. It may not be the only reason, but that's the case. Sorry, you were saying, Jake. Um,
0: that um, yeah, um, reboots. Um, yeah, they are to make money, but um, they're good at reimagining things or recapturing old things. Like um, the Animaniacs reboot is like basically that. Like, the show's just back. Like, um, like they brought back the voice actors. I don't, they may have brought back some writers. I'm not sure. There's new people involved that I know, but, um, they, um, I like how they base the designs on how you remember them, not how they actually look. Like, I think that was a quote someone even like working on the show said.
1: Yeah, I, 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 think I remember them saying, I think I remember hearing that they said something along those lines. Oh yeah.
2: Um, the thing with the, um, the tiny, or not the time. Yeah. The tiny tunes reboot was that, um, or is that, um, it judging by this one little piece of promotional art, they, um, they might be going the same route. Is it the same people work? Like, uh, for- is there any crossover for- in the crew?
1: I don't. I, I don't that's think we have from, enough information. That's the thing. I don't.
2: Because I'd love to um, see them I do guess. that thing they used to do, where they would pester each other from their respective shows.
0: They could like do a joke where it's like, "Who better? HBO Max is better." Yeah, or but something. I feel like
1: that there's a conflict of interest. Yeah, something. there is. There of, is that kind of that kind of sucks. Yeah, I mean, although that, I feel like that's but more that of a that can't be helped either.
2: I feel like there's that's more of a studio or uh, a streaming studio problem than a production studio problem. I feel like they would do it anyway.
0: Or no, they they do they could do a gag acknowledging that, but like not saying which is better.
2: Oh yeah, not a which is better joke, just yeah, like poking would, fun at the tiny toons like, themselves or the animaniacs.
0: Like where it's like I got to like Yakko or um goes on the show and it's like I got to go home. Where, and then he just goes to HBO, he goes to Hulu or something, like a bus that says who I don't know, they could have gags like that if, if they do crossover. Mike Yakko talks to Wacko
2: he... and goes, um, so buddy, what you doing? Oh, just checking on an old friend, and switches over to HBO Max and pulls out uh, Buster. He's like, so, how's it over there? Eh, I've seen better. And then just pops back in or something like that. Oh, they could do like a like a pseudo Zoom call through a streaming service. That could be a thing.
0: Yeah, cuz Amblin's working on both. Like it's the same Warner Brothers animation and Amblin is I don't think Cartoon Network Studios Cartoon Network Studios is involved with the Animaniacs. Um No, no, I mean I mean Tiny Toon Cartoon Network Studios is involved with that. So it's I think there there are some different Studios involved but um warner brothers animation and amblin i think are, are also involved with the anime yeah they're involved with the animaniacs reboot
2: mm. oh speaking of cartoon network um adventure time obsidian got announced um yes, yeah. that's uh, cool. latest adventure in uh the after series before a series is that i'm not sure what this the whole thing is uh, what you would categorize uh distant lands as just like side stories maybe
1: um i think it's more like a a a, a sequel series
2: even though the first se- even though the first set was technically a prequel
0: it's more of an anthology series i guess you could
2: call it that um this one focusing on uh, marceline and princess bubblegum which yeah everybody saw that coming a mile away
0: i remember i was watching the adventure times finale Like this was years. This was twenty eighteen, yeah. And uh, I was watching with Lori, my friend Lori, and uh, Chris met Chris. But um, Lori was Lori saw um, Princess Bubblegum and Marceline on screen. She's like kiss, kiss, kiss every time they were on screen. Then they kissed, and she was happy.
2: (laughs) Yeah. um, Considering where this falls, or what I saw them doing. I feel like this is after the events of regular Adventure Time, but I'm not sure how long, how far into the future. Because those two are pretty immortal, aren't they?
0: Who? Um. Oh, Bubblegum and Marceline. Yeah, yeah they've been a, they've been around a long time.
2: Like I know Marceline is pretty immortal since she's a vampire, but I'm not sure about Princess Bubblegum since she does show no, signs of actually aging.
0: No, she was like around like when the like the, there was Finn's ancestor, right? and um, finn's ancestor like served under bubblegum too mm, yeah yeah she like she was uh, like because finn's like wow you're old princess <coughs> bubblegum
2: <laughs> just so blatant
0: i haven't watched much adventure time but i'll probably i'll probably watch binge it sometime
2: yeah it'd be it's gonna be nice to see like this story because i um, there's some like more hints to like bubble or Marceline's past again and we might see more of Simon. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh I wonder like after Obsidian, what do you think it who do you think the next side story will be about?
0: The next I one's think about
2: and... uh, Peppermint Butler.
0: Oh yeah, Pepperman Butler as one. Then after that Finn and Jake, that's like the finale. Yeah, that's the, Oh, they're not that's focusing the last...
1: on Simon at all. Yeah, so that's one thing that was weird to me in the trailer. So for some reason, I don't know why they... Uh, maybe we'll see it. Um, but I would... Or, or not. I don't know. It's weird that it's not going to be... It wouldn't be brought up with the uh, with the Marceline thing because they have such a strong connection.
2: Well, maybe they're just like holding off in the trailer footage because it's like important plot stuff. True. I
1: guess that makes sense.
2: It'll be weird yeah. that we didn't get to see um, Simon's new adventures after the events of uh, Adventure Time, because that was like the whole thing had a really b- big impact with him in it. Yeah,
0: and yeah, even Simon even come back. That was a big that was a big deal in the finale.
1: So I'd love to see like what would happen next. I would love to see what happens next with Simon, because uh, legitimately, um, I think he's definitely. I think he might be the most interesting character in the show, honestly.
0: Definitely. Like, it all started... But, well, like, a lot of it started with him. Yep. I don't know if all of it, like, but... Most of like, a big chunk of it started with him.
1: Yeah, it, um... It, it, it... I think he's... De- I, I honestly think he's a driving force behind the show. Like, on a, I would go that far, because his... I I think his character arc slash story slash redemption is legitimately a really good one i i i think he's one of the best ones
0: definitely he's a really really good character
1: Mm.
2: i wonder if he would accompany peppermint butler since peppermints are known for making your mouth colder
1: an interesting take (laughs) just like an excuse to see that well i just hope that they have him in some way shape or form you know yeah that being said, I have no idea how distant in the future this is going to be. Um, seeing as Finn is a kid, he could be dead. Well, I mean, the, like really the last episode was taking place dead. in the far flung future. No, I'm saying like in this uh, distant lands thing. I don't know how far into the future this uh, episode Obsidian is going to take place, but he could be dead, like legitimately dead. Oh now. yeah, like because he is a middle aged human. From the earliest, from a really early time when his body wasn't able to adapt to a lot of the things that modern day bodies are able to adapt to in terms of like, yeah, like a lot of things. So they could just take that route of him
2: being dead. Although, um, I believe his last scene was in Prisma's
1: box. So like, and time stops there, right? No, his last scene was actually in Marceline's house. Um with aunt whatever her name was uh i th- i think that was after Prisoner's box i he, had to rewatch the finale yeah,
0: he was out he got out of the box and he was like um who's his girlfriend uh susan or... betty betty yeah betty it's like betty betty leaves and comes uh glob oh yeah
2: it could be like uh simon chasing after gold and uh, trying to get through to Betty again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause but like the fact Betty, that he knows how Betty... to get
2: into Prismo's box means that he could be just going back and forth, attempting to wish for Betty again.
1: Yeah, so I guess we'll just see what happens with that. Um, I'm kind of hoping they don't uh, cancel out the um, uh, Lich either. I think the Lich was one of the better characters too, and I'm kind of sad that he kind of they dropped the ball hard with the lich recently
0: yeah he's voiced by ron perlman i remember hearing seeing an interview and uh um the voice of finn um jeremy Shada. yeah he said that he was like fanboying when um I, th- I think it was uh john dimaggio too but they they were fanboying about um Ron Perlman being
1: on set. Ron Perlman's a great voice actor. I mean, I just, I think it's plain and simple.
0: Yeah, Ron Perlman's great.
2: Mm. Moving over a little later, um, Adult Swim's been doing a bunch of stuff. Um, I say stuff in very general terms. Yeah, some good. Some Some good, some um, uh, not so good. We'll talk about that. Um, but first like, um, the adult swim shorts, um, I'm no shade. You saw Opal and the, the shop pop pop, the pop shop, pop shop, pop 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 opera, shop a pop opera. Yeah. Yes. That's so hard to say. Um, I watched both of them today and they were really good. I liked it. Um, there were some really, and really
1: good songs. I mean, yeah,
0: really good songs. I've been listening to the soundtrack on repeat.
1: Yeah, I was, I was, I was thinking about listening it to it again before the stream started, but you know, I just kept asking myself, you know, do I need it? <laughs> <laughs> that was
2: terrible, terrible oh, thank pun. You.
1: Thank you, thank you very much. I will be here.
2: I also like the paper to towel the song. That was really good.
1: Miss. Oh, uh, that was a. I think, okay, so I think out of the five, or wait, no, there's a lot. Okay, so I think out of the five main ones, I'm not including cheese and finale. I think that's its own thing. Um, I think the odd ones are the best. I think milk, uh, paper towels, and coffee are the best ones. I think artisanal is fine. Actually, I think artisanal is pretty good. I'm not a big fan of oatmeal. I'm 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 just going to say that. I'm not a big fan of oatmeal. Yeah, Uh,
0: oatmeal is really... it's a pretty generic song. Not bad. None of the songs are bad. Oh, yeah. But...
2: Even the ones that we don't like as much, we
1: still like because they're really yeah. good. I mean, yeah, I think Milk is a really good one, too. I, I, I think depending on the mood. And again, Cheese and Finale are also like in a, in their own kind of thing. Like uh, the the puns in Cheese, I could listen to those puns all day. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah it took me a few listens after like the initial watch through. I was like, wait a minute. How many puns did he actually make? Let me go back and look and then he made even more puns that I didn't pick up on the first time. It's like, "Oh my gosh, you cheesy."
1: Ah. Yeah, it is it is Jack Stauber is a man of many talents.
2: And also on the the slightly darker side, Opal, oh, Opal. The beginning and ending number respectively very like it set me in this tone of, "Okay, I'm going to be uneasy for the next few minutes."
0: Yeah. Like I expected it to be like a regular. Well, I, I I told myself like, oh, I'm not gonna cry. Then I cried at the second viewing.
2: Like once you realized what what everything was, uh, how everything was going on and what was happening.
1: Yeah. yeah, I I I don't normally cry for those kinds of things, but I was tearing up a little bit by the end of it. That was such a. I think that might be one of, if not my favorite, animated thing of 2020 not gonna lie that might be like up yeah, there
0: it's really good
1: it is good uh, uh i could just i i know the um what is it um the mirror man song back of my hand that instant classic I, although that one i would say like i think there's more of a debate as to which one is the most popular i think it's between um or which one's the best i think it's between mirror man and uh breathe yeah, uh, yeah. they're both great i like the bre- both...
2: i like breathe and i also like the uh the
1: jingle from the beginning and end. Oh, absolutely. I think that one was great too. Um I, I wouldn't say there's any bad songs in uh yeah. I wouldn't say there's oh, any yeah. bad songs at all. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What surprised me at the Opal soundtrack is all the music is there, although like even the um the non lyrical stuff. But um I wish the original Opal track was on there because there's opal reprise i mean they're the same song but still i would have liked it to start with opal and end with the opal song that was a weird decision Mm
2: -hmm. it might have been like an allude to what the short is actually about
1: yeah that was just a whole thing i i'm glad that they released an extended version of dance i thought that was pretty cool um i'm a little upset that they didn't release the um trailer song I really wanted to hear that trailer song in high quality. That would have been that would oh, have been Oh
0: yeah, yeah. They they could have had that too. Yeah,
1: that would have been
2: great. Um now moving on to something slightly darker than that. Um Venture Bros got canceled. Yeah. Dan, you had yeah. a lot to talk about uh regarding something similar or something around this.
1: So, in terms of the Venture Brothers cancellation, I in case it isn't clear to anyone out there, um please 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 do not harass adult swim about this they have made it very very clear that this was not their choice and it, they want to continue it um i am you know nothing is confirmed obviously but i am willing to bet a lot that this is 110 at t's fault i have been against this i've been against at decisions for a very long time now, in terms of how they're treating Warner Media, especially Adult Swim. Um, so, basically, yeah. In case you didn't know, bring back Venture Brothers. Um, back, this was like back in September. Um, that there are a lot of Venture Brothers fans that aren't extremely vocal, but I saw a lot of people being vocal, especially about this, and that's because there's something about the Venture Brothers where out of every show I've ever seen, and I've seen a lot, the Venture Brothers has such a tightly wound and unique continuity, almost to a fault. In fact, I might even say to a fault due to the amount of hiatuses they take. Like, if you think Steven Universe hiatuses are bad, it is nothing compared to Venture Brothers hiatuses. It is like time and a half for Venture Brothers. But besides that they canceled the show right in the middle of a storyline and you can't just you you can't just do that i know that happens a lot but like every time it happens nobody likes that something like even OKKO, they got time to wrap up a storyline not a lot of time they had to make a lot of changes but they got the time they needed to wrap up the storyline and you You hate to see a series
2: oh go ahead Sorry, what were you saying? I was going to say, you hate to see a series leave, especially on something like a cliffhanger.
1: Yeah, I mean, I it, it, it's it's baffling that they would do this in the middle of production of season eight. Obviously, I understand coronavirus is affecting everybody. I understand that. And there have to be sacrifices that need to be made. But, like, that's a pain right there. When you find out, not through an official announcement, but through a tweet of someone who knows the people that made the show implying that it was canceled. If that, if that's how you find out, then you kind of got to wonder what is going on over at AT&T and how they're handling certain things. Cause my God, that is a terrible way to find out about any show being canceled. Um. That being said, recently it as recently as, this podcast recording uh, as in when we're recording this right now, it was announced that by the head of HBO max that uh, he's been getting a lot of emails of the civil fans of of venture brothers, which I don't know if you're seeing, I'm putting in air quotes because I'm assuming he did get a lot of very nice emails, (laughs) but I wouldn't exactly call what's been going around Twitter extremely civil. Every fan base kind of sucks, but, you know, what are you going to do about that? But even he is like, this is stupid that it was canceled. We are doing literally everything in our power to bring this show back on HBO Max. I uh, can't tell you much, but we're really working hard to make this work. Uh, hashtag Save Venture Brothers. So I think that's the first time I've seen something quite like that. But it does raise some questions, like, if the if... The
2: people behind Adult Swim di- uh, didn't make this decision. If the head of HBO Max didn't make s- this decision, who was the one that pulled the plug?
0: I think the reason was because um, right now, Venture Brothers, the rights to the show streaming are exclusively with Hulu. Like, uh, like, it's weird. Like, some shows are on Hulu and HBO Max, but um, some Adult Swim shows aren't. Do so I think it's like exclusive to Hulu for a certain amount of time?
1: Yeah, they. So, maybe... so the whole thing. So I can give you some insight on that because uh, I, I have some more information about that. Um, they, the whole thing with Adult Swim and Hulu, that was that was Adult Swim's fault. That was them be that was more so instead of that being them malicious, I would say that's more so them not really reading into this whole streaming thing. That everything was turning into um there's a reason so if you look at adults from current catalog on hulu um the only show that is on hbo max or adults from site that's not on hulu or that is on hulu as well is rick and morty for obvious reasons when they gave hulu the streaming rights to rick and morty by that time they caught on as to what exactly was going on and they were like We'll give you the streaming rights, but we're not giving you exclusive streaming rights. Um There were a lot of shows originally on Hulu, but eventually licenses ran out for a lot of those shows uh to be on Hulu. Like, um, C-Lab was on Hulu, Space Ghost was on Hulu, um Moral Oral. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Tim and Eric Awesome show, all those were on Hulu. Right before um, HBO Max launched, they moved off of Hulu because their licenses ran out and now all those shows are on hbo max um rick and morty being the only exception now besides rick and morty you'll notice all the other shows that are on there and you'll also notice that every show that's currently on there is either cancelled was recently cancelled or is on the verge of cancellation in terms of adult swim Mike Tyson Mysteries was, so before um, Venture Brothers was canceled, Mike Tyson Mysteries, which I'm actually going to say, honestly, might be one of the best modern shows I've ever watched. If you haven't watched Mike Tyson Mysteries, do yourself a favor and watch it. Mike Tyson Mysteries was recently announced to be canceled before Venture Brothers, actually. Um, And that just moved on to Hulu. Um, Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell, a show that I love uh, and just got into. That was recently announced to be, like, basically almost canceled. Mr. Pickles is canceled. I don't know what's going on with Mama Named Me Sheriff. That's a whole other topic right there. Um, Dream Corp LLC, another great show. No idea what's going on with that. Uh, and I think every other show was already canceled beforehand. So, yeah.
2: Well, uh, continuing off that, we have some breaking news here according to the cn schedules twitter and according to them it says here uh, another recording according to ben o'brien wham city on twitch the adult swim streams have been basically laid off everyone got fired even matt harrigan
1: yeah that um that is actually legitimately a terrible thing to do you not only are depriving people of streams not only are you laying off a lot of people you're doing the Streams team. The Streams team has been around since 2014. Streams have been a massive part of Adult Swim. They cost you almost next to nothing besides employees. Like, I I, I obviously understand the whole um, layoff thing. But they really weren't eating. In fact, there's a show where a guy sells you merch for Adult Swim merch. The Streams are making you money, Okay. Don't pretend that they're not making yeah. a little bit of money on the side. I um, love the
0: Adult Swim streams. Like, I liked how funny the hosts of each show were. Or yeah, just how, I, how, how cool they were, how chill they were. Like, like the host of um, the Adult Swim, as seen as Adult Swim, he's really funny. And then there's um the hosts of Pitch Meeting, who um, they give good advice to, like, people creating, pitching shows.
1: Yeah, I... De- yeah, Development meeting is great. Uh, as seen on Adult Swim is great. Fish Center Live. I don't know. That was like my go-to show for the quarantine, and now I don't even have. I don't even know what to do with that, because if that's gone, I don't know. I really don't know. And to top it all off, they fired Matt Harrigan again. This is all just like basically just breaking as soon as uh, this podcast is being recording, but um, Matt Harrigan has been around with the network since basically the very beginning. He has helped shows become produced. He has helped, he has provided voices for um, Aqua Teen, Woodbillies, I think um, he was a pretty major character in Fall Bounce Mouse, a few other shows too. Uh, He ran, he was in charge of Streams, or I think he played a pretty pretty big role in streams, and not only that, but uh, Adult Swim Smalls, which uh, is the house of a lot of great creator-driven programming, like um, what we mentioned before, Jack Stauber's Shop of Pop Opera and Opal. Those are both Smalls. Um, Spooky Dreams was recently a bit pretty big thing. That was a small um, what else what else i I, just to give you a few that was his passion project so by getting rid of matt harrigan you are basically depriving adult swim of this sort of creative vision that everyone has for it and it just it really boils my blood i think the streams is kind of what threw me getting rid of the streams, if that is the case, because again, this is all just based on information, no word from adults from yet, and I don't think we're actually going to get like an official word from them. We're probably just going to get words from the hosts or people behind the scenes. If this is the case, then um, I'm really not looking forward to... uh, Well, not that I'm not looking forward to it. I'm I'm pretty nervous as to what's going to happen because it's looking to become a lot more quote-unquote corporate, cutting off a lot of quote-unquote fat in a quote-unquote logic cut. And that makes me really sad, actually. Which, um, I understand all
2: the frustration and everything around it. Um, and like the, and wasn't like the whole, the philosophy behind Adult Swim was there are no rules outside of what we legally can't show on television. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, like, a bad image that AT&T wouldn't want tied to their brand, even though everybody knows that Adult Swim is kind of its own entity, and it doesn't reflect their uh, corporate overlords here.
1: Yeah. it. um I, I, I can see that. It's just, like, that is not the way to do that at all. That is just...
2: And by the way, like, it's I know just... a lot of people... Like, especially in the... Well, I don't know people in the corporate world, but I know that people in the corporate world don't like that term corporate
1: overlord, which I'm not going to stop using it. I mean, I don't think anyone should stop using it because I feel like they got to stop making decisions like these before we stop calling them quote-unquote corporate overlords because that's how they're being seen, as overlords. controlish dictators. Yeah, as dictators, because they're making this kind of decisions i don't i don't know this is mm, this is dumb this whole thing is just this whole thing is just boiling my blood to a degree yeah I, i i know i i've talked to a lot of people by the way behind the scenes as well um and it really sucks because i know some of them who are getting fired and they were really cool people and god did they did they not deserve to be fired also also with the adults from streams section ton of adults from games people were fired too Which is a dick move, also.
0: Yeah, like they made a lot of good games, like. um...
1: They literally did this right after, right before the uh, uh, the big Duck Game update, which it's amazing, and I'm glad that the people who worked on it were able to work on it. But, uh, oh my god. They are just making AT&T. What are you doing?
0: Yeah, I was always against the AT&T, um, Warner merger. And a lot of politicians were, too. But, um, it it happened. I don't
2: see why. Well, I guess, like, money, but...
1: And was it to compete with the Disney Corporation? There's no competing with the Disney Corporation. That's the thing. Exactly. The thing... Are you you talking about specifically with HBO Max and uh, Disney Plus?
2: Yeah, like, the thing is, like... the execution of all these streaming services was absolutely terrible nobody knew what they were doing nobody still knows what they're doing contracts are everywhere people don't know can i watch this here can i watch this there i feel like we just need to stop disperse everything
1: and then start from the ground up i honestly i am on board with that and and hbo max does not stand a chance against Disney Plus. I'm sorry, but like, kind of put their foot in the grave when they couldn't figure out a Roku and Amazon Fire stick deal by yeah. launch. Yeah, um, like i fe- That's yeah. I don't I don't think that's Warner Media's fault. By the way, I, I I think I'm I'm not completely faultless. I think there is some fault to bl- place on a Warner Media and AT and I think that's primarily a Roku and Amazon thing. That being said, it has been. Over half a year, I think. Uh, May, June, July, August, September. October. Yeah, about half a year. Still, we have, like, no updates whatsoever about that. Meanwhile, Peacock's out here. Peacock is looking better than HBO Max in this regard. Oh, yeah.
0: The thing is, They
1: were like, able to reach a deal. Oh, my God.
2: The thing, to me, is, like, Disney... That's a big brand, and it, it's an umbrella. They've made it known that anything that is consumed by the Disney uh hive mind is now under Disney brand. Now when you think of Star Wars, you have to think of Disney. When you think of Pixar, yeah, you think of Disney. When I think of HBO, I don't think of Adult Swim and Cartoon Network. You need to come up with a big new blanket term for your streaming service that makes me think of everything that's in it. Because that's yeah. the reason I got HBO Max was specifically for the cartoon network stuff and even then i'm very disappointed at the things they are that they can and cannot offer me i wanted to watch generator rex
1: yeah that i don't i don't know what they're doing it's so weird it's so weird how they're handling it hbo max is not a great name that being said if you want to keep the max name that's fine uh don't do something like Warner Media Plus. Plus is overused. What if they and... called it Warner Max?
2: I feel like that would work. would be fine. Like the Warner That's Media? much better.
1: Warner Media is a
2: way bigger umbrella term. Like That could work way better than HBO. When yeah, I think of HBO, I think of B-list actors in B-list shows running their careers into the ground.
1: No,
0: yeah. HBO is really good. Like They have
1: really good shows. If any, they I B-list. don't watch a lot of HBO. They do. I they had animals and I actually really liked animals. Um, but, goddamn, they really, they really wanted to sell you that this is an HBO app first. They really wanted to sell you on that, and um, that is where they are faulting Disney Plus. Yeah, the per- Disney they, Plus put the cartoons has, first. I mean, yeah, I, I I just it's so ridiculous. Like, and and honestly, the whole entire HBO naming convention is so dumb there's hbo now hbo go and hbo max hbo now is still a. oh well no there's hbo hbo go hbo now and hbo max hbo is gone but instead of it being gone it's renamed to hbo so now you got hbo 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 now and hbo max and it is just Microsoft oh, yeah, that, levels of ridiculous naming conventions.
0: Oh yeah, um, the reason why it isn't on Roku is because they're like, oh, this is HBO, and I we, like Roku and uh, Amazon. They told HBO, they told Warner basically, or no, they 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 said they told news publications we shouldn't allow this on the platform because regular HBO subscribers can't get HBO Max. I think they should offer all of that to HBO subscribers. or and, and if they don't do that, we're not letting it on the plat... They said something around those lines. Like, if they call it something like Warner Max, then it, they wouldn't like be like, oh, it's HBO, but with premium offerings, they, they'd probably be more
2: welcome to adding the app. It's like the Wii and Wii U situation. Yeah, it, You're it, confusing like, your audience.
0: Yeah, it's like the Wii and Wii U thing, definitely.
1: Yeah, it is... And it's more like the Xbox thing because you got like Xbox because yeah, yeah. You're, you're you're literally because Xbox Series X isn't called Xbox Series X; it's called Xbox, and it's in the Series X family. So now you got the original Xbox, and then you got the Xbox Series X, and they're both called Xbox. And, and now my brain it hurts. Is, it is the most convoluted thing ever. I love Xbox too, but goddamn, they really need to uh, fix their naming convention i mean
2: but, yeah. most of the time nintendo does du- like sony playstation one playstation two three four five okay i know which is the latest console nintendo kind of weirder but as long as it has a different name i can differentiate it like that's where they struggled with wii and wii u but switch yeah that's a new console gamecube that's a different console game boy ki- like all the game the latest game boy can usually play everything below it so that doesn't really matter as much
1: yeah but actually Sony isn't completely uh, isn't like completely out of the dark yet because they've had some pretty terrible naming conventions with their PS view and PS now and PS TV which why do you call something PS TV if you can't watch TV on it that's kind of weird that is that's, just like...
0: It's literally a PSP... PA, no, PSV that you attach to your TV. That's literally what the PlayStation TV is.
1: It is... That was a terrible name. That was a terrible... I mean, in the grand scheme of they, things...
0: They could have called it the PlayStation Mini or something. Or P- Vita, T- Vita Mini. or I don't know. PlayStation Mini would probably be a better name.
1: Yeah, it is just... Well, the PlayStation Mini is a whole other... Yeah, that's a different thing.
0: Though. So Vita Vita TV or something. So they know it's a Vita that you can play on. Vita yeah. Home, maybe. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't... It's... Oh my god, I can't believe we're talking about this now. Uh, It's just... Yeah, but I guess the main point is... Uh, AT&T, get your shit together. Stop doing terrible awful things with
2: everything that we love that's a blanket statement that could be applied to near everything
1: i mean yes that is correct but that's also how i'm feeling right now so just give me this okay yeah all right oh yeah, my god
0: I, I like i i personally like humax but the whole handling of it like with roku and amazon stick was bad
1: i mean like it's the still launch. it's still terrible it's the it's, whole
2: the whole arrangement with streaming in general is terrible like i said before let's just dissolve everything start from the ground up make yeah, sure all could, contracts are where they need to be
0: yeah like they could maybe i i don't know what i i, I don't know what what they do like
2: Disney had the right idea, like, everything Disney-related is underneath the Disney blanket, though I still want Buzz Lightyear of Star Command and the House of Mouse.
0: Yeah, like, if if the services had everything to offer offer from each, um, respected, um, studio that has a service, then, then there would be more bang for your buck and stuff like that, but...
2: It would be a great deal, but they don't because people were stupid with contracts.
1: Yeah, exclusivity deals.
2: Exclusivity is kind of the biggest problem because you're promising, "Hey, here's this show or here's this property. You're allowed to use it for so many years until we want it back or till until the I, contract expires."
1: I actually despise exclu- exclusivity, not even from a streaming perspective, but I swear to god if i hear one more thing about exclusives on a uh, xbox or playstation on twitter i'm legitimately like it's exclusives are dumb i think exclusives work sometimes obviously i'm not expecting nickelodeon to run um cow and chicken that's not what i'm expecting because Cartoon Network made the show they own the show that's just how it is like I feel like originals
2: oh. can stay on their platform but something like a third party like Pokemon shouldn't have an exclusivity deal that's something that you could that you should be able to watch on near anything Like it doesn't seem like something that should be tied to a platform
1: yeah it's weird how that's handled I just I think, I think you're right. I think originals should be allowed to be exclu- exclusive on their network and their personal, whatever um, streaming service they have. I think for third parties, I think there should not be such a thing as exclusive deals unless maybe like a show is completely gone. Like the whole thing with uh, bringing shows back, like not like a reboot, but like I'm saying if you want to keep the show like with friends and HBO Max, I Think that's fine because um you know it's dead it's never coming back anyway so what's the point yeah but like
0: point. if a if a network revives a stream search revives the show i think it's fine to have it be exclusive if they're funding it
1: yeah i mean if they're funding it i think there's a little bit of a different kind of sort of feel to it but like there's just like a lot to take in with that whole thing it's just a mess
0: yeah Anyway, uh, should I should I go over the whole Adult Swim bump thing that I made?
1: Yeah, uh, you I would, can. Go ahead. I'd be down for that.
0: Yeah, well, basically, I saw that um tw- that one that one Karen on the internet tweeting about Adult Swim. And then then I made a bump like reacting to it, and then people fell for it. And um, oh yeah, Dan, you retweeted on out of context. That's kind of how it. That's how it got um widespread. But people fell for it. And I also got DMs from people saying well from one person saying basically oh you should delete this this might be another adult some controversy but um that didn't happen so I'm glad I kept it up. Yo, that, was, it, that was that was that was long after I did the video on um that that happened like right after I did the video on the on the I think that was after I did the video explaining the whole thing.
1: Yeah uh, that I think that, yeah, I think it was. Um, wouldn't it be funny if, like, Plot Twist, everything was happening because they saw your video? Yeah, yeah. like, oh, we better like, get her. she guys, is the we, catalyst for the new world. Guys, we need to cancel Venture Brothers because this guy said that we're making things that are bad. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But yeah, oh, no. um, that was a great the video. Karens
0: are after us. Better cancel it. Better cancel Venture Bros.
1: That was a great video. That was a great bump. Uh, got me hooked on your content. Uh, and yeah, I'm always down to retweet adults from related stuff. So if anyone out there wants free publicity, hook me up. <laughs> that's my shit. But um, yeah, I would say that I think that, yeah, I already said, I think that that was a very good uh, video and tweet and bump. Um, I think that sucks because that's really also the shining moment of like adult swim in the limelight for a positive reason in 2020. That and Tuca and Birdie are the only positives I can think of that yeah. happened. Um for Adult Swim besides like renewing certain shows like Primal that was cool um I mean obviously like the whole Opal thing that was great as well um I just think
0: yeah the firing people that, that, oh. that, that that's not good like at just messed up like really wish that merger didn't happen like sure I, I can get now I can get free HBO Max like with at and t but like is it really it's not really worth the well, they didn't have to lay people off they really didn't they didn't have to do that but they did it for whatever reason because they didn't want to pay more people i guess
2: like i don't even use h b o mac or not hp i don't even use a t and t my mobile provider is like a is like a card pay one
1: uh yeah i yeah. uh, it it's just uh i love adult swim i think I, I, I think that's not hard to see based on stuff I do and stuff I say and stuff I tweet and that kind of stuff. I And I'll keep loving them for uh, however long um, it takes, but God, I'm so nervous for the future.
0: Yeah, I really hope it sticks around. Like,
2: Yeah, the future looks shaky.
0: Anyway, um oh yeah we can talk about um on the list there's um this i guess i'll make this a regular thing but um stuff we all watched recently mm.
2: stuff we um in the midst of chaos of the world i decided to like go back and watch some uh older animes that i've uh like i've watched them all before but i was like i'm gonna give these a rewatch, and of course they're all slice of life stuff very calm atmosphere
1: Oh, any, anything in particular that you
2: liked? Oh, uh, I watched a lot of Dragon Maid, and then there was, uh... Oh, one that uh, ended recently uh, was My Next Life as a Villainess. Have you ever heard of that one?
1: I think I have, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's really funny, and oh, Konosuba. I've been, watch- I've been watching the heck out of Konosuba again. that,
1: that I've definitely heard of. Are you watching dub or sub? Uh,
2: always sub.
1: Oh, damn. I, I think I'm more of a dub guy myself. And, I'm a very you know, fast reader if if you want to if you want to um if you want to report me on Twitter because of that, go right I, ahead. I don't blame you.
2: Don't worry, everybody's got
1: their preferences. I know I, just, I understand
2: people don't read uh, that can't read as fast and would just like to watch.
1: yeah, I don't know. I just I, I'm also not even that big into anime, so I mean, I know of anime news, but like I just don't watch anime. I, it's not like i don't like it i just like i know a lot of them need a lot of time and focus to kind of like get into and i just don't have that time and focus to give right now you know
2: yeah Shay, what about you what have you been watching
1: um i
0: i have been watched my parent well my parents got amazon prime because mm-hmm. um of the borat movie i watched that i thought that was funny the sequel but um, a show I've been watching also on Amazon Prime. I finished watching it, um, I think, Thursday. Yeah, Thursday or Wednesday. Not sure when. But um, I finished watching The Boys, the first two hey, seasons. I yeah. really, really like that show.
1: Yo, let's go. Ah, oh, The Boys is amazing. Legitimately. I So I, I, I kind of like had a... This was... Completely me, by the way. I had a grudge with a, with Amazon Prime because of how they treated the Tick, uh, their Tick Reboot exclusive, uh, and I kind of didn't want to watch anything else on Amazon Prime because I also thought that the UI was disgust was disgusting. But a group of friends convinced me to watch The Boys, and I was just I was hooked. It was it was so good. I thought season two started off a little slower and a little more monotonous i think after they got rid of the nope not going to say anything just gonna no spoilers mention that but i would say uh, it definitely picked up
0: yeah season two i really like season one i like the mystery of it i really like the mystery of season one like i can i get why some people say season one's better but um, i really like see i feel like the season one and two flow together really nicely like stuff that i'm in season because season one ends on a cliffhanger and season two um follows that up the ending of season two like wrapped a lot of things up but um, i like the like the little um plot twist at the end so i'm curious about um season three there's stuff in the comics i really think will happen which i'm not gonna say but um
1: Oh, I haven't watched... I haven't read the comics, but... But, um, I, I, I
0: saw... I, I think I know where it's going, like, now that I've seen what happens in the comics. But, like, the comics in the show are very different, so... Yeah, I was
1: I was about to say, from what I've heard, I heard that the comics in the show were kind of different, so I wouldn't, like, put your money on too much... Yeah, I'm not gonna comics. put my
0: money on anything, but... Like, right, yeah, it's, like, very diff- different like they changed a lot like it's basically um its own show i um, i oh yeah one 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 uh one thing i like about this show is um eric kripke's involved he made um supernatural and i, I can tell it's an Eric kripke show like a more mature eric kripke show because supernatural had the limitations it was on like it was on network television so like they had they had limitations but this show doesn't have any limitations Despite all that, he didn't want to get too dark. Like he wanted to have, like if it's gonna go shocking, like it needs to be shocking for a valid reason. Like I, I read some interviews, but like it deals with mature subject matter in a great way. Like but treats it with care. It's it's a really fun dark comedy type show. I really like the take on how oh the superheroes they're dicks and uh, now humans want to revolt against them. It's it's a good, it's a good um. Story. It's a good um concept. I think that is executed very well.
1: Nice. Yeah i i I think so too. Um, is it still a thing? Like, is that still a thing? Um. Uh, what's it called? Um, supernatural. Does that still do new episodes? Oh yeah,
0: that's 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 ending like this year. I think there's like one episode left. Um,
1: Has it been but... on for like forever?
0: Yeah, I, I dipped after the Men of Letters um stuff happened. I also watched the Demon Dean, like, thing, because there was a cliffhanger, but, like, that ended in an episode, which disappointed me.
1: Oh, that does kind of suck. I, but, I don't
0: um, but, but, um, like, basically, the thing that freaked out Tumblr was um they made Destiel Cannon, sort of, but not... But it was, like, uh, like, buddy, it's, like... Okay, spoilers for Supernatural, if anyone... I don't think anyone cares, but, um, yeah, um, Cassio convinces his love for Dean, and then he dies.
1: I don't know who those characters are, so... Yeah,
0: yeah, so that's fine then. But, like, I, I watched it. I really liked the first few... Seasons of it. The characters are pretty likable. It's, 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 even the later seasons were all right, but the only time I checked back on it again was the Scooby Doo episode, which I love. That was a really, really good episode. But oh, that was, a, than,
1: that, I saw that episode. That was great. You're right.
0: Yeah, but other than that, I have not kept up with it lately. Don't really, the first five seasons were really good. Like, that's a cohesive story. And the creator left after that. And one thing I don't really like about the later seasons is that, um, like I've seen it stuff on Tumblr. I think Twitter. Main it was back when I used Tumblr. But like they, um, basically what they do they do now is um they like continued plot threads that were implied in season five, which was gonna be the final season. Like, oh, this character might be the god of the show. And then they're like, yes, yes, he's the god of the show, and uh, like they, they like spelled it out for the audience because it was implied in the fi- but then what was then going to be the final season i don't know I- i'm curious about the rest of the show but um a lot of the writers have moved on to other things like eric kripke's doing the boys now which is really good and uh jeremy carver who also worked on the show he's doing doom patrol
1: oh my god i gotta get back into doom patrol i watched like a few episodes um i got like a free trial of DC Universe when it was still on DC Universe Uh, I got into a few episodes and I was really enjoying it and I just never continued after the free trial ended because honestly okay no no shade or anything Uh, no joke intended no shade or anything but uh, (laughs) DC Universe is kind of just like a throwaway kind of service I feel like it should have been packaged with HBO Max it's eventually going to be like it's eventually all the shows are going to be moved over um so are, the entire already, thing was worth nothing
0: they already moved the shows over like all the exclusives aside from star girl which is airing on the cw now like aside from that every other exclusive is on hbo max now all they got to move over now are the dcau things like batman the animated series which is going to be a big deal when that's on hbo max
1: i'm more looking forward to brave than the bold I'm, oh, yeah, I, that I, too.
0: And uh, Justice League, um, Green Lantern, the animated series. I want to see that again because I like um, that. I'm yeah, watching I, Young Justice season three since I never got to watch that since I didn't want to pay for DC Universe. I'm, I'm liking you, that so far.
1: You know that um, Doom Patrol is good when that is the one show of DC Universe they had at launch that they kept as an exclusive, that they had a, as an exclusive. Um. Like that is the one show that they basically said, "Okay, we're taking this from you guys, and we're keeping it as an exclusive at launch. We'll get to the rest of them eventually." But this is just holy crap. Um, it's just I I got to get back into watching Doom Patrol. Yeah, same. Uh, wh- what have I been watching recently? Yes, what have you been uh, watching? So, I just finished watching my first ever watch through of Darkwing Duck. Uh, I love it. I love it a lot. Um, I kind of was hoping that a Darkwing Duck reboot would happen, because I'd be more excited for that than uh, DuckTales, to be honest. I'm um, rewatching some Simpsons stuff for that video I was working on, and I kind of want to take a break from The Simpsons after this whole thing is over. Uh, what else? Um, I started watching, um, Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell, which is a live action adult swim show on Hulu. Uh, it is from the people behind, um, it is from the people behind Aqua Teen Hunger Force, so it is a lot of the same humor. And I know that adult swim, um, live action shows kind of have a reputation. Um, but i cannot recommend this show enough and also i started watching dream corp llc a lot as well and that is one of ironically enough that might be one of the best animated shows of the decade that no one talks about it's not even all animated yet it when it does go animated it goes animated hard
0: Hmm. like
1: i cannot recommend dream corp enough i it's all you know it's by it's from the guy it's from jim from the office oh that's that's the guy who made it huh that's just like i just i think that's so weird that a show this like visually stunning and psychologically and tantalizing is from jim from the office that's just like a weird thought to me right um is there anything else that we can talk about oh uh, uh we
2: do have uh <laughs> all right we got one question here uh, right questions if you have a question go ahead and leave it in uh the chat or in the discord which will be linked in the description um we have a question here from Manuel um on discord saying what's everyone's favorite food and drink uh shade you want to start
0: pizza and i really like green apple fanta. although i'm not gonna i don't know when i'll drink it again it's soda
2: um mine would probably be um, favorite drink obviously would be dr pepper um but uh favorite food i always bounce back and forth between a lot of things i like chicken sandwiches pizza of course um regular burgers are fine i really do like quesadillas um regular tacos uh like have you ever had like homemade tortillas
1: I can't say I have no
2: homemade flour tortillas are once. really good. I think
1: I had them once for. In- I think
0: I had those for international foods, like um, my my uh, my um high school class. Like we made a lot of stuff from scratch, which was cool.
1: Yeah, that is actually really cool. I kind of wish I did that. That sounds. Yeah, awesome. but
0: I remember one time my class start, tried making pizza. My like group tried making pizza. It got really doughy. Like that 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 sucked. But yeah that i had does, a lot, um, of, like had a lot of good yeah i had I, um what what was the best i don't remember everything i had but i remember it tasted good i'm <laughs> um, like noodles i remember making noodles when oh yeah egg rolls that too that was good
1: that again that sounds really good so i'm yeah. looking forward to mm. yeah. uh yeah i mean yeah
2: dan what's your favorite food
1: I gotta go with the classic. I know it's a little cliche, but pepperoni pizza, can't beat that. Mm, um, yeah. I used to be a big soda guy, but um, I actually cut soda for my life, basically almost entirely. Uh, and I'm actually really proud of that, because I've lost a good amount of weight because of it. Um, and I've been more into seltzer, so I'll say seltzer. Seltzer um, yeah, water?
0: seltzer's really good. Seltzer is really good. Um, I like um, LaCroix bubbly... And uh, what else? Uh, oh yeah, there's that ice drink where it's like um, flavored water that tastes just like soda, but it's got a su- artificial sweetener. I-, I I like that stuff. I haven't had that stuff in a while, but
2: mm. are there any downsides to that uh, squeezable flavor like that you can put in water bottles? Because I've been doing that a lot.
1: Um, I mean I'm sure there's like a health thing somewhere, but like I wouldn't worry too much about it. Yeah. I put a lot
2: of yeah, that it's, Kool-Aid it's, uh, flavor blast in my waters just because it's really nice and it turns my tongue blue.
0: Oh, yeah, there's a lot of good, um, there's a lot of interesting, um, like, flavored things. Like, there's Orange Crush flavor stuff, uh, cream, so- like, A&W flavor stuff. I think it's, like, cream soda or something. So a lot of interesting, like, water, water, like, powder stuff. I think it's it's all sugar-free, too, which is good.
1: That does sound pretty cool,
0: actually. Yeah. I haven't tried... Well, I had this lemonade stuff one time. Like, that was powdered. I'm not sure if that had sugar in it or not, though, but... It was, like, a strawberry lemonade thing that my mom's friend was selling, so, like, she just bought it to support her friend. But it was, it was alright. Like, I drank a lot. I don't think I drank it while I exercised, but... Like, any, any powdered water stuff, like, that's sugar-free, is usually pretty good.
1: Yeah, that does sound pretty good, actually. Hmm. Hmm. Um, yeah, I honestly think that, uh... I, I wouldn't be worried too much about those powdered things, or, like, the drops or whatever. You know, I definitely think you're fine with that, personally. Right, so... Is this the end of the podcast?
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: I guess so, yeah. Alright, uh, before we close
1: out, Dan, would you like to plug your stuff? Yeah, I mean, so, thank you very much for- Oh, actually, before I do that, I just want to say, Drake, I just saw uh, your art for the first time when the uh, Toonami subreddit posted it just recently. Uh, it's really good. Oh, thank That you. was a really good piece of art. I loved it. Um, but- I'll talk to you more about that later. Actually, um, so I'm Dan. Uh, I run the Dan the Man show. Uh, please consider subscribing. Um, I want to try and hit 500 before the end of 2020. Hopefully, this new video will put me over. Um, I'm working on a Treehouse of Horror, huge collaboration type video, etc. Shades in it. A few other people you might know are in it. Um, I don't want to give away too much but we're looking at at least four hours long so it's going to be quite a doozy wow um so definitely consider subscribing um and i also have a twitter it's the damn man show uh same profile picture you're seeing on screen right now it's hard to miss um, and I also run an out of context gimmick account, uh, Adult Swim Out of Context at Adult Swim No Con. There's two of them, so it's a little confusing, I know. Um, hopefully, I'll still be running that. Um, you know, maybe if I get tired, I'll stop. But if you like, if you love Adult Swim and you hate ATT, definitely consider checking it out. Um, I post a lot of great stuff there, and uh, I really love Adult Swim, so that's why I made it. So yeah, that's basically it from me. Oh, and uh, I also work on a channel called Flat Zone. We're kind of quiet at the moment, but uh, we're coming back with some pretty cool stuff. So be on the lookout for that. It's called Flat Zone, like that stage in uh, Smash Brothers. I think that's basically it for me, so yeah. All right, Um,
2: I guess that's it. Uh, Later, everybody.
1: Bye.
2: Bye.